Sunday Showcase, highlighting some of the best audio storytelling found anywhere. All right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's Mutual Presents, and I'm Jack Ward, and for episode 314, it's All Laughs with Maisie. The Adventures of Maisie, that is, as we return to the old-time radio of the original Mutual Broadcasting System series. This week, our features include Eddie Designs a Bridge and Sonia the Smart Dog. So let's turn back those clocks as we return to the days of classic Mutual. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie picture. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, and Southern. But first, your announcer. like the man said. Maisie Revere from Brooklyn, USA. I remember I used to live near the river and there was a view from our window. On a clear day, you could look out and see the laundry hanging out in the line. The boarding house I'm living in now ain't no Shangri-La either, and it's pretty far from Brooklyn too. But my room is clean and the other boarders are nice, especially Eddie Jordan. Eddie's got educated brains too. He knows everything. History, geometry, mathematics. And you'll pardon the expression, physics. Everything that guy knows, except how to make a living and how to keep a date. I haven't seen Eddie in a couple of weeks now. We had a fight, you see, and it was all my fault. But he apologized, so I forgave him. Now I'm sorry at Eddie again. He's made dates with me night after night, and he's always standing me up. And after last night, I'm really burning up at him. Oh, pardon me. There's somebody pummeling on my door. Pummeling. That's the word Eddie taught me. Gosh, the things that man knows. Come in. Hello, Maisie, honey. Oh. Hello, Edward. What's the matter, sugar? You're looking at me as if you never saw me before. Oh, I've seen you before, but not lately. Where were you last night? I thought we had a date to watch television. Oh, I'm sorry, Maisie. Well, that's all right, Eddie. I watch the shows by myself. But believe me, it wasn't very romantic standing in front of the window of that radio store with utter strangers. Uh, look, honey... And in the rain, too. It was terrible. Well, I can explain why I didn't meet you, baby. I was in the library, wrapped up in Brown's hydrodynamics. Well, you're lucky. I didn't even have a slicker. That's a book on engineering, Maisie. I've been studying it for three weeks now. You see, Professor Brown has a new theory on making suspension oh, structures. Oh, why don't you forget that engineering stuff, Eddie? You ain't made a dime at it. 
And all you got for four years of college is a hunk of paper that says, to whom it may concern. But, Maisie... And if you ask me, to whom it may concern, don't seem to be very concerned. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. Well, gee, I, I ain't saying that being an engineer ain't nice, but... Eddie, you got a job? Could be. Oh, that's wonderful. How much? Well, the salary, I'd say about 75 Seventy-five dollars a week? Mm-hmm. Eddie, we're millionaires. Oh, kiss me, John D. Mm. Come in. Hey, matey, do you, you, who? Oh, 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 pardon me. Sit down, mate, and we'll be through soon. Oh, Maisie. Eddie. Mm-hmm. I can come back later, Maisie. I sort of feel a little bit in the way. Oh, no, Merton. And I want you to be the first to hear the good news. Eddie's got a job. No. Well, congratulations, yeah. Eddie. Well, I'm afraid congratulations are a little premature. Premature? Yeah. Premature. Wait a minute. I have to... Oh, you don't have to look it up in the dictionary, Maisie. Uh, that means uh, I-, I don't have the job uh, yet. You don't? But I thought you... No, it's this way, honey. There is a draftsman's job open with the Bradley Engineering Company. The Bradley Company? Ah. Say, that's a real big outfit. They employ about a hundred people. With me, it'll be a hundred and one. That is, if old man Bradley likes my bridge. Eddie Jordan, what has your teeth got to do with getting a job? Honey, that's why I was tied up to the library last night. Ah. Bradley advertised in the Engineer's Journal that he would award a job to the engineer who came up with the best sketch of a new suspension bridge that his company's contracted to erect over the river. And you won it? That's a stupid question, isn't it, Maisie? Yeah, stupid question. Did you win it, Eddie? No, but I'm going to. I got a swell idea from reading Professor Brown's new book last night. And, honey, I've got a sneaking suspicion that it's just what the doctor ordered. Oh, you mean when Bradley gets a load of your sketch, he's bound to give you the job? That's right, Merton. Gosh, I'm so happy I could kiss you. Oh, please, Eddie, you're an engaged man, practically. He means me. Oh, well, I'm glad. (laughs) Uh, But I've still got some work to do on that sketch. I'm going to need the professor's book for reference. I'll see you when I get back from the library. Oh, but, honey, couldn't I go with you? I get so lonesome being here by myself. Oh, I'll stay with you, Maisie. I don't get that kind of lonesome. Oh. Look, honey, I've got to get that sketch into Mr. Bradley by tomorrow morning. The competition closes then. See you later, babe. Mm-hmm. I've got to pick up my notes in my room and get to that library. Mm-hmm. And I hope Gladys hasn't loaned out that book. Yeah, I hope Gladys hasn't loaned out that... Gladys? Yeah, Maisie, that's the librarian's name. Gladys Horns Woggledorf. Oh, well, I guess I don't have to worry about leaving Eddie alone with anybody with a name like that. She's probably one of those dried-out old maids with a face like a prune, huh? Uh Uh-uh. No prune? No prune. Oh. What's she like, Mert? Well, she's, um, quote, unquote. Oh. And Eddie calls her by her first name, too. Yeah, well... That don't mean anything, Maisie. No, I guess that don't mean anything. Well, I've got my notes. I'm off for the library. Uh, Just a minute, Eddie. I'll get my hat. Get your hat? What for? I just remembered. I haven't read a book in years. Maisie. 
Not so loud. We're in a library. But I didn't say anything, Eddie. People are trying to read. Your shoes bother them. Well, they bother me, too. I'll never buy shoes on sale again. Shh. Eddie, there's a strange man trying to talk to me. Oh, he just said, shh. What? Shh. Please, this is a library. I know. I can tell by all the books. Maisie, shh. That's much better. Over here, Maisie. Hmm. She's pretty, isn't she, Eddie? Who is? Gladys. Look, Maisie, I don't know what's cooking in that beautiful head of yours, but this is a library. I only come here to get books. Technical books. I'm working on a bridge. I've got plans. That's why I came along. I want to find out what those plans are. Please. If you folks want to stay here, you'll have to be more quiet. Oh, sure, Gladys. Oh, so this is Gladys, huh? Please, miss. Some people come in here to read, and other people come in here for other reasons. Maisie, are you out of your mind? What? Answer the man, lady, so we can all go back to our silly reading. Oh, shut up. Miss, this is a library. You'll have to whisper. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, mister. Yeah? Shut up. Please. Now, if you can't be quiet, I'll have to ask you both to leave. Uh, Sure, sure. Don't mind Maisie Gladys. Oh. So you're the girl Eddie told me so much about. Yes. And you're the girl he told me so little about. Uh, Gladys, I'd like to take out something. Oh, sure, Eddie. Oh, don't get so excited, Gladys. You're not the something he'd like to take out, I hope. I'm talking about a book. I was using it yesterday. Professor Brown's Theory of Hydrodynamics. Oh, it hasn't been loaned out yet, Abby. You'll find it back in the technological section, as usual. Uh, thanks. I'll be right back, Maisie. Uh, I'd like to take out a book, too. Oh. Anything particular in mind, honey? No. Just something to walk around with on my head. I want to improve my posture. Oh. Oh, yeah. Eddie. Yes, a new book on suspension bridges just came in. Yeah. It's way back in the last aisle. In case you're interested, I'd be glad to go with you. Uh, never mind, dearie. I think we can get along without you. But it's pretty dark back there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's why we can get along without you, if you know what I mean. Come on, Eddie. <laughs> Please, Maisie, don't bother me. Can't you see I'm working? Well, the library's no place to work, Eddie. You got your Professor Brown's book, so how's about coming back to the boarding house if you have to scribble things on paper? These aren't scribblings, Maisie. They're rough plans for that bridge sketch. I have to have it tomorrow for Mr. Bradley, remember? Well, why can't you take the book home and work on the plans there? Well, you won't be disturbed by looking up. Looking up? Yeah, at that Gladys. Maisie, when I look up, I'm just thinking. Yeah, but I ain't so sure I like what you're thinking. Oh, for heaven's sake, Maisie, please let me study. You be quiet. Shut up. Don't you talk to my... Don't you dare talk to my girl like that. He really loves me. This has gone far enough. What's the matter, Jealous? You're creating a disturbance. I'll have to ask you two to leave. Uh, But the book I haven't finished. I'm sorry, Eddie. You know the rules. Yeah. Uh Come on, Maisie. Oh, I'm sorry, Eddie. I didn't think. That's your trouble. You never think. Now I may never get to finish that bridge sketch. Maisie, 
I could shoot you. Well, I deserve it, honey. But I'm afraid shooting is out. Too bad. Yeah, you'll have to use a bow and arrow. A gun is too noisy for a library. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. I'm sorry about giving you that bum steer about Eddie and that librarian. This whole mess is my fault. No, it's mine, Merton. I guess I'm just a drip. Huh? And like all drips, I'm just something you can keep hearing and can't turn off. If I'd have just kept my mouth shut, Eddie could have had that book he needs so much to finish the plans of that bridge. Oh, don't feel that way, Maisie. Well, Eddie will get over it. He'll take you back. After what I did to him, he'd have to be out of his mind to take me back. Well? I don't aim to go through life with a crazy man. Uh, Come in. Oh, Eddie, it's you. Yeah. I wish it weren't. Eddie, where are you? I'm not talking to you. Oh. Merton. Hmm? Ask him where has he been. Okay. Eddie, where have you been? Hmm. Maisie, he says, hmm. Hmm? Eddie, she says, hmm. Tell her I used a little political pull and I got myself a library card to take out technical books. Oh, you did? Maisie, he said he thought... I heard him. Gosh, Eddie, now you can take out that book. Yeah, tell him. She says, yeah. But I just came from the library and somebody else took out the book. Tell her. And Maisie, he just... Oh, but this is an emergency. Can't you go to that somebody and borrow the book till tomorrow, tell him? Uh, Yeah, Eddie, uh, what she said, can't you? Bill Maddox is the one that borrowed it. He went to engineering school with me. Well, that makes it easier, don't it? Hmm. Merton. Hmm? Oh, oh, yeah. That makes it easier, don't it, Eddie? Yeah, for Bill to get that job with old man Bradley. That book had all my notes on the bridge sketch in it. So you mean he's going to submit your sketch tomorrow to Bradley as his own? Probably. Tell her. Oh, let's stop this tell-em game. This is serious. She says, let's stop this oh, tell-em Merton, game. Shut this up. Is... Shut up. Oh. Eddie, he can't do that. But he is, darling. Little Billy Boy has taken a room at the Brighton Hotel, a nice quiet room, where he can work without anybody bothering him. But he shouldn't get that job. He's not as smart as you. He's smarter. He has no girlfriend. Oh, Mm. gosh. Well, ain't there nothing we can do? Ain't there nothing to keep him from turning in that sketch to Bradley in the morning? Oh, sure. Bill could suddenly get a nervous breakdown. And I know just the little woman who could bring it on, but fast. (gasps) Say, that's a wonderful idea, Eddie. I said something? Merton. Huh? Yeah. I- I'm going to need your help. What? Can you get hold of a bellhop's uniform? A bell? Oh, yeah, sure. I know one of the fellas at the Brighton Hotel. We once double dated with a couple of chambermaids and bellhop's uniform? Yeah, for you. Maisie, oh. 
What's cooking in that head of yours? Don't ask questions, Eddie. Just get to work. C- can you remember enough of that bridge sketch to get it down on paper by tomorrow? Yes, but Bill Maddox has a head start. He's bound to get his finished and submitted before mine if given half a chance to concentrate. Yeah, but he ain't going to get a chance, honey. Here's one little chambermaid who's going to drive him so crazy he won't be able to finish. Come on, Mert. Oh, good evening, sir. And what can I do for you? Don't shout. I'm a sick man. Terrible headache. I, I'd like a room, a quiet one. Do you have a reservation? I'm Philip J. Bradley. He, not the Mr. Bradley of the Bradley Engineering Company. Yes. I want a room just for the night. I can't sleep in my home. There's a cricket out in the garden someplace, and the noise is driving me crazy. Oh, well, there's always room for you at the Brighton Hotel, Mr. Bradley. <laughs> uh, you sign here. Okay. Oh, my head. I can't stand the roar of that pen scratching. I'm a sick man. I can't stand any noise. Headache, terrible headache. Uh, Mr. Bradley, I can let you have room number 701. Now, I'm sure you'll find it very quiet because the gentleman who has the room above you, Mr. Bill Maddox, also insisted on quiet. So I know you won't be disturbed. Are you sure? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mr. Maddox is going to be very busy working tonight. He's doing some drawing. Well, I hope he uses a soft pencil. In my condition, the slightest sound makes my temples throb. I'll take that room. Good. Awful clanging. I can't stand I'm it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Boy, boy, take Mr. Bradley up to room 701. Shh. Oh, oh, come in. Mr. Maddox. Uh, Mr. Bill Maddox. Yeah? Uh, I- I'm the chambermaid here. I just wanted to find out whether you're comfortable. Oh, yeah, well, oh, very, miss. Oh, that's fine. We always like to have people who stay at the hotel yes, very comfortable. Well, if you'll excuse me, I, I'll get back to work. You see, I've got a very important bridge sketch I've got to finish. Oh, I used to play bridge one. Miss, now, if we only had a third please, or a fourth, why would we get... Huh? Now, this cable goes here. Oh. And this one goes... Uh, you know something, Mr. Maddox? Uh, what? You shouldn't sit in that straight-back chair. That rocking chair is much more comfortable. Miss Cable. Miss, I can't work in a rocking chair. Rocking makes me sleepy. Well, it won't rock if it was nailed to the floor. You look, Miss, I'm busy. Oh, that's really. all right. I... I'm not. Hey, Martin. What do you want, Miss? Say, what is this? Look, Bellhop, will you in this chamber, Miss? Nail the rocker to the floor? You. Certainly. Let's do it, Miss. Yeah, I just happen to have a hammer and nails with me. Good. Uh huh. Hand me another nail, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Now, that's good. Oh. Uh, yeah. <sighs> ah, that ought to do it. Yeah, won't budge. Please. Will you please go away now? I'm working. I thought I told you to stop. Well, that ain't us hammering. It must be an echo. A mic. It's coming from room downstairs. Now, look. Look, please. I've got work to do. Now, you two get out of here. Well, okay. Come on, Mike. Oh. At last. Now, now where was I? Oh, oh, yeah. This cable, this cable goes, yeah, it goes here. And the angle of inclination is... Hello. You again. I'm sorry, but we chambermaids got to spend at least a half an hour in each room. Rules, you know. Okay, okay. Just 
Sit down. Any place. But be quiet. Sure. Sure. Now, good. The angle... The angle of inclination is... is the angle. Must you hum, miss? Well, I've got to do something to keep me occupied. Yeah. The angle... Come in. I didn't hear any knock. Oh, well, no use waiting till the last minute. See, there it is now. Come in. Oh, fine. Good evening, sir. Would you care for a picture of ice water? Oh, get out. Okay. Well... Now, where have you... Now, where was I? Uh, the, the angle... Uh, You'll be sure to ring me if you change your mind. Get out! I'll never get this sketch finished. The uh, angle... Mr. Maddox, does it annoy you that bad? What? The water dripping from that leaky faucet in the bathroom. I can't even hear it. Oh, of course you can. Listen real close. You? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, I can hear it. Now, it doesn't bother me, no. Oh, but it might. Now, the angle... A thing like that can get to be very annoying. I'd better go in and fix it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Anything to get you out of the way. Are the ang- Now, let's see. Uh, plumbers always start by banging on the pipe. Stop that! Stop that! I did. The dripping is gone. Thank goodness. Now I can get back to work. Oh, now it's running. i better hit these pipes some more. That echo again. Miss. Huh? Miss. Huh? They want you to stop banging down there. Well, that's silly. I'm not banging down there. I'm banging up here. Young man. What the places do you want, you old goat? Who oh, goat? I have the room just below you. Who's been pounding on those pipes? I'd like to know. I've been banging away to get you to stop. And I've been banging away to get you to stop. Copycat. Now, look. I'm trying to get to work on some... And I'm trying to get some sleep. And the slightest noise drives me crazy. Well, then why were you hammering downstairs? Why was I hammering? Yes, and stop raising your voice to me. You stop raising your voice to me. I have to. You're taller. (laughs) Now, look. Both of you. i got a sketch to finish. Now, out. 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 Fire. 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 I'm getting out of here. Me, too. Oh, my gosh. Where are you going, Maisie? Where am I going? Didn't you just yell fire? Yeah. Where is it? Down the street. I thought them fellas in here might like to go see it. Oh, you're wonderful, Mercy. You too. (laughs) Now, where's that book with Eddie Stetson? Oh, uh, Stetson. Here it is, Maisie. Good. I'm going to rush him back to Eddie. Uh Uh-huh. Gee, I bet he'll love me even more when he sees how much I helped him in getting that job with Mr. Bradley. Gosh, you really mean it, Mr. Bradley? That draftsman job is honest to goodness, mine? Yeah, that's right, Jordan. Your sketch of the suspension bridge was head and shoulders above all the others. You start working this Monday. Gee, gosh. I don't know how to thank you, Mr. Bradley. Oh, what I need now isn't thanks, Jordan. It's a new head. The one I have now feels like a B-29's using it for target practice. Uh, uh, Mr. Bradley, sir, do you think you can pull yourself together long enough to meet Maisie? Uh... Maisie? My fiance. Oh, that. She's waiting outside to hear whether or not I... Well, you know. And now with my new job, we can finally get married. 
Everything that's happened, I owe to Maisie. Oh, sure, sure. Bring her in, Jordan. I always like to meet the little woman who stands behind the successful man. Thanks. Where do you meet Maisie, boss? You'll just love her. Come in, Maisie. Sure, Ed. Is it, um, did he, I mean, uh, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, gee, that's wonderful. I'm so glad. Uh, Maisie, honey, I want my boss to meet you. Mr. Bradley, this is Maisie Revere. Yeah, I'm very glad to meet you, Miss Revere. Thank you, Mr. Bradley. And I, 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 uh, Just a moment, Miss. There, that voice, it sounds familiar. Uh, wait till I find my glasses. Oh, 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 um, Mr. Bradley, you don't want to cover up those great, big, beautiful eyes with glasses? Oh, they're really not very big. <laughs> uh, Maisie, honey, Mr. Bradley was kind enough to want to meet you. And he has a splitting headache, too. He ain't the only one. Let's go, Eddie. What's the hurry? Yeah, wait a minute. There's something familiar about you. Me? You remind me of a chambermaid last night. She had a peculiar accent, sort of like she came from Brooklyn. Oh, Raleigh. Oh, Arthurley, Arthurley, Raleigh. Yes. Hmm. Uh, by Joe, that is rather a Kevin. Maisie, honey, Mr. Bradley's going to pay me $85 a week. 85 bucks? Uh-huh. I mean... Uh, why, that's almost 40 pounds, Bob. Well, uh, do you think you and Eddie here can afford to get married on that, Miss Revere? Oh, can we? It's a pipe. Well, I'm... Pipe. Pipe. Why, you're the one who was banging away at those pipes. Maisie. Uh, out, Jordan, and take this walking Chinese torture cell with you. But, but the job... Yeah, what about the job? Yeah! That's what I was afraid of. Out! Out! And if I never see either of you again, I thank you. Uh, well, Maisie? Eddie, honey, I didn't suspect... Well, I didn't know that... Maisie Revere, answer me this. How can you get everybody so mad at you? How can you get into so much trouble? How can you pull so many boners in one day? It's easy, Eddie. I get up early. moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Close for Eddie. But as the janitor said to the man who just missed the cuspidor, close isn't good enough. I tried, though. But as the saying goes, there's a certain place that's paved with good intentions. And the way Eddie feels now, I bet he wishes I was down there paving. But am I worried that Eddie won't forgive and forget? Am I afraid that he's mad enough to call off our engagement? <laughs> you darn tootin' I am. Thank you. 
You've just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Sidney Miller, Frank Nelson, Lorene Tuttle, Pat McGeehan, Gerald Moore, and Jack Edwards. Jack McCoy speaking. Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, you're an elf. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere. Of course, that's just the name I use on the stage. Lately, though, the only stage I've been on is the stage of starvation. Gosh, I haven't eaten in so long, my stomach thinks my throat is cut. On top of everything else, my room rent was overdue, so I went to my landlady to find out about my credit standing. I found out real quick, too. My standing was flat on its face. So I packed up all my stuff and came here to sunny Florida. I figured if I got to turn into a bag of bones, I might as well look like a healthy one. <laughs> Luckily, I heard about a couple of agents, Manny and Joe Howard, who were looking for acts for the return of Audible. The money wasn't much, I knew, but I needed some dough to keep me going until television blew over. But when I got to auditioning before the Howard brothers, I sort of had a sneaking feeling that my act wasn't going over so good. But I thought maybe it was just the radiator hissing when I finished my song. Well, Joe, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Well, Miss Revere, for vaudeville... Yeah? Uh, well, I think... No, I'm a partner, too, Joe. Why don't you ask me what I think? All right, genius. What do you think? Don't ask. Uh, please, Mr. Howard. Yes? Mr. Howard. Yes? Uh, let me go on with the rest of my act. 
This job is important to me. It's important to us, too, Miss Revere. After all, we want to keep Vaudeville going. Uh, it died once, you know. If it dies once more, it's dead. Yeah, and it ain't like a cat. Extra chances it don't get. Please, I know you like the rest of my act. Well, Joe, what do you think, partner? If I could think, would I be your partner? Now, look here, Mr. Howard. Oh, please, gentlemen, don't side. fight on my time. So go ahead, Miss Revere. <sighs> Thanks. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. But no applause, please. I've got a terrible headache. <laughs> um, that's a joke, gentlemen. Uh, if you say so, Miss Revere. I like it. Oh, gee, thanks. You like it. You don't even understand it. And now, ladies and gentlemen... I don't understand how a chicken lays eggs either, but that don't mean I can't appreciate an omelet. And now, ladies and gentlemen... What I'm I... worried about is will the paying customers get it? Ladies... And I got it. Ladies and, and I gentlemen... I like it. It's very funny. I give up. <laughs> uh, please don't applaud, folks. I don't feel so good. It's very funny. Gentlemen, please, I haven't finished. You don't have to, Miss Revere. If my partner likes your act, he'll put you on the bill. Oh, you mean you'd be willing to book my act? Well, now, I can't give you a positive yes. But we could give you a positive maybe. Uh, oh. Uh, Miss Sevilla, you're an attractive girl. Uh, no, Joe? <laughs> a sweetie pie. Yeah, but there's a but. A little one. Your act is... Uh... Lousy. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, I know. Good and lousy. I'm sorry, Miss Revere. Likewise. But we are still open for acts. Something different. And, and maybe, uh, who can tell, if you should happen to come up with one... I should live so long. Uh, meanwhile, Miss Revere, if you're a little short of money... We could, perhaps... Uh... Look, fellas. No, with no strings attached. For me, I can speak. For me, too. What am I, a wolf type? <laughs> well, thank you, fellas, but I'll get along somehow. Dreamer that I am. It went good, your audition, Miss? Yes. It went good, my audition, no. I hope you do better with yours, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Schultz, the great Schultz, I was called in Vienna, Budapest, all over Europe. Uh-huh. In this country, not so great. Sit down, Miss. Uh, Miss... Revere, Macy Revere. Uh-huh. Oh, it sure feels good to sit down. I've been traveling all day. Revere, Revere. I remember reading once someplace of a Revere, a Paul Revere. He rode to Boston on a horse. He was related to you, perhaps? Could be. Nobody in my family ever had enough money to go anyplace by train. <laughs> I don't even have enough to go by trolley. Who has in this business? <laughs> me, the great Schultz. I have barely enough to feed me and Sonia. Oh. Your wife, huh? She's a dog. Well, looks ain't everything, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sonia is an animal dog, the oh. smartest dog in the world. In Budapest, the critics, they said, Sonia, she is smarter than most people. Oh, you have one of those trained dog acts. Not one of those dog acts, Miss. The greatest canine act in the whole world. The greatest. In Vienna, Paris, Budapest, they stood in line to see Sonia perform. Yeah, I know. But here in America... The great Schultz stands in line. The unemployment line. One has to eat, you know, Miss Revere. Yeah. You know, when I first started eating myself, I had no idea it would be habit forming. <laughs> well, it was it was nice meeting you, Mr. Schultz, and lots of luck. I'd, I'd better be getting back. There, too, Miss Revere. No, who knows? Maybe I'll land a job as a taxi dancer or something. Ah, but you, Miss Revere, an artist, it's not fair. Dancing with all those clumsy fools, stamping all over your feet. Oh, that's all right. I'm used to it. My dogs are trained, too. <laughs> well, goodbye again. Hmm. Maybe my dogs ain't so trained. 
The left one seems to be crying. Oh, that's Sonia. She's lying under your chair. Ah, I think you maybe stepped on her little tail when you stood up. Oh, I'm sorry, Sonia. <laughs> Sonia said you're forgiven. She did? <laughs> well, I'll have to take your word for it. I don't talk very good dog. <laughs> Sonia thinks that's a funny joke. You see, she's laughing. Say, hey, that does sound like a laugh. <laughs> no wonder my act never did so good. I've been playing for people instead of dogs. <laughs> that was a good one, too. <laughs> Sonia, show the lady your appreciation. Well, look. She's standing on her hind legs and clapping her two little paws together. She's applauding me. Naturally. Besides being a great artist herself, Sonia also recognizes talent in others. <laughs> really show your admiration, Sonia. Throw the artist a kiss. Why, she's doing it. With her little paw in her mouth. Sonia, you are the smartest dog in the world. Well, Sonia, you heard that lady. She's bowing. Wow, she is a ham, too. <laughs> Mr. Schultz. How is it possible that a terrific act like yours and Sonia's isn't working? Personality, the booking agents in this country say, Miss Revere. I have a great act, but no, uh, no... Uh, Class, huh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, don't cry, Sonia. Someday we'll show them. But you, Miss Revere, you definitely have, uh, how you say in English, uh, uh, class. <laughs> Thanks, Sonia. Yeah, the Howard brothers say I've got class, but no act. Uh. Funny world, ain't it, Miss Revere? I got what you don't have. Yeah, and I got what you don't have. But that is right, Sonia. We should be working together. Give the lady 12 silver dollars, Professor. More than that she'll get, Miss Revere. If you and Sonia could click. Oh, you heard, Mr. Howard? You like it? You think it can work? I'm sure it can. Sonia here has been trained to work with anybody. No, Sonia. See, she said positively. Miss Revere can handle it, I am sure. Oh, Joe, we need an act for the bill tonight. Clark and Jeffrey's songs and Vitty Pata just cancelled, you know. What do you say? You think it's all right, Manny? I'm positive, I think. Then I'm against it. But why, Mr. Howard? Yeah, give me one reason. Look, Mr. Howard, I know I'm not very brilliant. All right, give me another reason. Gladly. You never guessed right on any actor. But, but you said I've got the class to click. And I've got the egg that already has clicked. Yeah, and one in one makes... <laughs> you see, Joe, the dog knows more than you. Mm, then maybe you'd rather have this dog for a partner? Now that you mention oh, it, Mike... please, please, uh... if you'll only give us a chance. Let me rehearse, Sonia. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Sonia. I mean, let her rehearse me. If you don't think we're good enough to open tonight... Then you have lost nothing but your time. Okay, we'll look on the act after Miss Revere and the dog give it a couple of run-throughs. Swear. Oh, you won't be sorry, gentlemen. We'll stop the show. Yeah, this I got to see first. I'm from Kentucky. You mean from Missouri? I moved. You can use our office to rehearse him, Miss Revere. We'll be back after lunch to give our look. Good. Come on, Professor. Sonia, we got to be letter perfect by then. See you after lunch, gentlemen, and we're going to knock you dead. Me? You don't have to knock so hard. I'm half dead already. Well, there you are, gentlemen. All signed, sealed, and delivered. Mr. Schultz will sign the contract at the theater tonight. What about Sonia? Oh, she ain't smart enough to sign her name. Where is she? He means, where is she? Oh. She was here a minute ago. Yeah, then we were discussing the money. That's smart, she is. She opened the door and ran out into the street. Into the street? What for? Well, after all, Joe, a dog is a dog. And 
Oh, sure. Uh, well, here's the contract, Mr. Veer. I'll see you later at the theater. And knock him dead. I'm counting on you. We're counting on you. Oh, we'll knock him dead. Don't worry. Well, I'd better go out and round up Sonia. It's a long bus ride to the theater. Bus ride? Mr. Veer, they don't allow dogs to ride on buses. Oh, well, maybe I can find a Greyhound bus. <laughs> hmm, I'd better get Sonia to write me some new material. Goodbye, fellas. See you at the matinee. Sonia! Sonia, come on, doggie. we got to get to the theater. Sonia, stop hiding. This is no time for games. Sonia, come out already. Come out, come out wherever you are. Sonia, please come here. Maisie gives liver. Uh, looking for somebody, lady? Oh, yeah, a dog. A little black dog with floppy ears. Oh, a sort of curly tail about, about this high? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? It's very important. i got to get it to the theater for the matinee. Oh, afraid you'll have to see the show alone, lady. The, the pooch was picked up by the dog catcher a couple of minutes ago. Oh, then there's nothing to worry about. Dog catcher? Yeah, they've been picking up all strays without a license the last couple of days. But they can't do that to Sonia. She's smart. Smarter than most people. Uh. She's so smart, she wouldn't be a dog. But they can't do that to Sonia. We've got to show a matinee. Yeah, them dog catchers don't owe from nothing, miss. Uh, no license? They pick them up. Oh, but this dog is different. Smart like a whip. Why, she could practically talk. Well, that there dog catcher didn't know that, I'm sure. Oh, Sonia. Sonia, why didn't you say something? <laughs> Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern, will continue in just a moment. Okay, lady, we're here now. Where's the fire? The fire? Yes, you know, the red stuff that burns. Where is it? Oh, there ain't no fire. Okay, men, get those ladders off the... No fire? No. You see, I was half out of my mind. Only half? Well, I didn't know what to do, so I saw this fire box on the post, and, and it said that... I know what it said, but that's supposed to be used only in case of emergency. But this is an emergency. My dog is lost. Dog? Hey, look, lady, we're in the fire business. We Then you're the right people to help. If I don't get that dog back, I'll be fired. The dog catcher picked her up. Lady, do you realize a thing like this might mean a jail sentence? And don't think that dog catcher don't deserve it either. Lots of people are dependent on that dog at the matinee today. You just got to help me, Chief. Me? Well, why the fire department? Because we got to be on the stage in an hour. Hey, look, miss. Now, you look. They always call the fire department when a cat is stuck up in a tree, huh? I know, but a dog Well, is... can they help it if they can't climb trees? Can they help it if they have to get into trouble with dog catchers? Look, miss, all you had to do was go to the city pound and claim the mutt. Oh, Sonia is not a mutt. She's smart and trained. 
Joe and Manny Howard, the agents up there, think she's great enough to stop the show this afternoon. But I'm... I'm sorry if I've inconvenienced you a little. Inconvenienced? Oh, no. No, not at all, you see. I like to get the whole department out every so often. It breaks up the monotony of checkers, you know. Now, look here, miss. I've got a good mind... Well, I couldn't ask the Howard brothers to help. They'd get angry and cancel the act. Yeah. Hey, look, all that you had to do was go down to the pound and claim the food. But how? Streetcar or bus takes too long. i got to be at that matinee in less than an hour. Well, you could have taken a cab. Well, that costs money. Two dollars, easy. Don't you have two bucks? I'm in show business. Well, I'm not, miss. I'm a great, big, brave fireman, you know? I don't get paid for returning dogs to their owners. Oh. Oh. Oh, look... No, no, miss, wait, don't cry, will you? I'd like to help, but... Then you will? Will what? Drive me down to the pound. What? Oh! Hey, now stop it, please. With the siren going and no stopping for lights, we could get there real fast. Are you crazy? Oh! Look, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm just a fireman, a, a, a public servant. Well, then why would you help me? I'm a public. I mean, I'm a taxpayer. You're a taxpayer? Well... Okay, a tax over. Oh, please, Chiefie. No. No. Very well, then. Would you do me another small favor, then, Chief? Oh, certainly, miss. I'm really sorry for you, but I... Well, what's the favor? Kindly tell me the tallest building in town. Yeah, well, the city hall downtown, that's about 27... St- uh, what do you want to know for? When I jump, I'd like to know it'll be high enough to do the trick. I'm too tired to make two trips. Get in, miss. There's the pound, miss. Oh, thanks, Chiefy. I'll leave a couple of passes at the box office for you. Oh, goody, goody, gumdrop. Under what name shall I leave them under, Chief? Oh, I think stupid describes me pretty well. Oh, you're just being modest. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so long, miss. If you ever come across a fire, will you please call our station? You know, we can use the business. Oh, sure. I wouldn't think of dealing with strangers. Goodbye. And thanks again. Yes, miss, what can I do for you? I want Sonia. Well, you come to the right state for it. In Florida, it's always shining. Uh, she's a dog. You picked her up about 20 minutes ago. Please give her back, but quick. Oh, sure, lady, sure, but there are a few little formalities for Well, just skip them. I'm in a terrible hurry. i got to be at the theater in 40 minutes with my dog. Well, there's a little matter of a license. Well, Sonia don't need a license. She's smart enough to know who she belongs to without having to read a silly little tag. I want her back right now. Yes, miss. Now, exactly what kind of a dog is our Sonia? I told you. A show dog. I mean the breed, is she? Bull, terrier, setter, poodle, shepherd, boxer, dalmatian, collie. Oh, a little everything. Yeah, a family tree's more like a forest. But you can't mistake her. She's black with floppy ears. Oh, sort of curly tail about this high. (gasps) Oh, then she's here. Yeah, sorry I didn't know your Sonia was of the theater, so I put in the hoi polloi camera. (laughs) You'll have to come with me and identify your canine, Sarah Bernhardt. Oh, sure, sure, but let's hurry. We're due at the theater. Well, here's today's crops, miss. Can you pick out your Sonia? Gosh, you sure got them crowded in close. Yeah, it keeps them from getting lonesome. Found her yet? No, but I know a quick waiter. How much is two and two? 
Dude, Sonia must have been holding class. They all seem to know the answer. Well, I'll find her yet. That was very, very good. Oh, there's Sonia over there. The one standing on her oh, hind legs oh, and bowing. Oh, the little ham, huh? Yeah. Get her for me quick, please, mister. Time's a waste. Well, yeah, but first, two dollars, please. Well, I've just got time to... Two dollars? For the license. Gotta have one, you know. But, but I... I don't have two dollars. Sorry, miss. No money, no muddy. Rules. But the theater, I can't go without her. Why not? You know how much two and two are, don't you? Oh, but you don't understand. Lady, look, I, I just work here. Rules, yeah, I know. Well, Maisie, there's your gold earring. Mister, where's the nearest pawn shop? There's one around the corner. I'm really sorry, miss. Yeah, well, lots of people will be sorry if that act don't go on this afternoon. I'll be right back, friend. Take good care of Sonia, please. I'll guard her with my life, miss. With my life. And I'll be back in a flash with the cash. <laughs> Come on out, Sonia. You've been spoken for. Go away, lassie. We're only letting the stage actors out today. Let's go, Sonia. Mom will be back for you in a few minutes. Come on, girl. Now, don't cry. You'll ruin your makeup. In here, Sonia. In the office. You don't want to hang around with them non-professionals. Now, let's see you do a trick, Sonia. Up on your hind legs and walk. Yeah, that's pretty good, Sonia. Now, walk to the door. Good. Hey, Sonia... I said to the door, not out of it. Sonia, come back here. Come back here. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Sonia. Come back here. Hello, George. What's up? Well, one of our strays just took it on a lamb. I got to get it back. What for, George? I got more than we can handle right here in the wagon. Had a big haul this trip. This much something special. Got to get it back. Had a little black job with the floppy ears and a tail like a shaving brush. Well, there ain't nothing special about that. I got one in the wagon just like it. Picked her up about an hour ago. Well, she ain't my target for right now. Take over the desk till I get back, Jack. This one's an emergency. Okay. I have to get this new load of hounds into the kennels first. Yeah, sure, sure. Sonia! Well, I'm back. Let's have it quick. Huh? Oh, say, you're not the fellow I spoke to a couple of minutes ago. No, he's out on the prowl for an unappreciative guest. Can I help? Yeah. I want that little black dog you picked up with the floppy ears and the tail. Like a shaving brush? Yeah. And here's the two bucks for the license. Get my dog quick. I'm way late for the theater now. Well, I have to fill out the license first. Now, uh, what's your name? Here's my driver's license. You can get all you need from that. Meanwhile, I'll go out to the kennels and get my dog. Well, but, miss, that's against the rules. Besides, some of those dogs might be mad. They might bite you. Then I'll bite back. I'm good and mad myself. Well, I got my pooch. Is the license ready yet? Yeah, but personally, I don't think that mud is worth it. Oh, I see. You just hurt her feelings. No, no. Mama's going to take you back to the theater, Sonia. Sonia? Oh, lady, that ain't Yes, Sonia. it is. Sonia, the smartest animal the stage has ever known. But, but, but listen. Look, I ain't got no time to dilly-dally. Give me that license. Thanks. And do you know what I think of all dog catchers? <laughs> you said it, Sonia. So long. Okay, lady. I just wanted to tell you that mutt ain't the greatest dog the stage has ever known. <laughs> that mutt you've got not only don't know anything, she don't even suspect anything. Am I late? 
Am I on? Miss Revere, at last you hear what kept you. Got one minute, Miss Revere. I can't hold the curtain any longer. Oh, but my costume. I can't go out without, without my costume. It only takes me five minutes to change. Miss Revere, I'm a man of few words. You and that dog get out there on that stage. You took the few words out of my mouth. Ready, Miss Revere? Ready. Come on, Sonia. Sonia, we're on. Now, look, she's hiding under a chair. Oh, fine. At a time like this game she plays. Oh, the poor baby. She's afraid. She's afraid. I'm afraid. My reputation in the theater depends on this act. Our reputation. Remember, I'm a partner. You're a silent partner. So? So shut up. Out on that stage, Miss Revere. Okay. Come on, Sonia. Oh, gosh, I'll have to carry her on. Me, you'll have to carry out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Well, Sonia, say hello to this nice audience. Uh, you'll have to excuse Sonia, folks. She's used to playing to tough audiences. <laughs> uh, and this looks like a real tough one. Well, Sonia, let's show the audience how smart you are in arithmetic. Sonia, how much is two and two? Uh-huh. Uh, well, sometimes you got to coax her. She don't like to show off. Don't look like she likes to do anything. <laughs> Come on, Sonia. Don't be afraid. They won't bite you. But I will if you don't give me the answer. Well, Sonia, I'm waiting. Think now. How much are two and two? Woof, woof. Come on, Sonia. One more wolf. Come on, Sonia. Two and two. Woof, yeah. Woof, yeah. Ah, there you are, folks. (coughs) Shut up, Sonia. See how smart she is, folks? Not only did Sonia give the correct answer, but she also repeated it. Sonia, what got into you? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Sonia will show how intelligent she is by doing anything any of you people in the audience request. I hope. Now, what what, what, what would you like Sonia to do? Drop Jeff! Sonia, Sonia, come back here. That man didn't mean what he said. Sonia! Ring down the kite! Ring down the kite! Oh, that such a thing should happen to me. Oh, my. Get a doctor. Get a doctor. Get two doctors. What for? One for me. And get me an undertaker. From now on, I'm a dead duck. Just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. did bite that fellow in the audience, but the man will be all right. At least the dog wasn't mad. But Joe and Manny Howard sure were. I'd like to tell you what they called me, but there just ain't no way of doing it and staying on the air. I found out that I didn't have the real Sonia a little too late. 
You see, when she ran away, she went straight back to her master, the great Schultz. He tried to get past the man at the stage door to tell me, but I guess the great Schultz wasn't that great. Well, I guess I'll just have to pack up my little black suitcase and move on. They got enough lemons here in Florida without me. But I'm still not through with vaudeville. I'm going to get myself another act. But no more dogs for little Maisie. If I ever do another act with an animal, it'll be with a pigeon or a goldfish. At least if things go wrong, I can always eat the act. You just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Harry Bartell, Hans Conried, Marvin Miller, Sheldon Leonard, Sam Hearn, and Dave Light. Jack McCoy speaking. Beyond the Dark brings you sci-fi short stories that invite you to explore questions like what drives us, what makes us human, and what else lies out there undiscovered. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Thank you for listening to Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. We invite you to continue the amazing audio tomorrow on Mutual with the Monday Matinee. Our weekly series of dramatic, theatrical, classic, eclectic, and live radio dramas. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed every day for the world's largest curated collection of audio drama, or find the Monday Matinee feed in your favorite podcast players. See you tomorrow at the Matinee, and thanks so much for listening. The Mutual Audio Drama Network where we listen and imagine together.